Hello, Hipsy, and welcome back after two weeks of a break to the Hipsy Seeds to Serve podcast. I'm Chief Catherine. And I'm, I'm Thomas. And this week's gospel is about the baptism of the Lord. And jumping right into it, we have all heard the story, and it's when Jesus gets baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist, which we all heard about before. And this is the gospel where he says, I will baptize you with water, but someone will come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is the person who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So when Jesus is baptized, the heavens opened up and the Holy Spirit, like a dove, descended upon him. And then a voice came from the heavens saying, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. And it doesn't say who this voice is, but we all know that the person speaking is God. The important quote of this gospel that we'll be talking about is, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. So remember that. Right. So um, like G. Captain said, we have all, um, we've heard this story multiple times in the past few weeks, but um, we never really dive deep into the significance of um, Jesus being baptized, mostly because it didn't come up until today. But um, now that we're here, we get to talk about it. So I was doing a little bit more reading into this gospel, and there are a lot of theological significances to this story. However, the three biggest ones, um, there were three big ones that I want to share with you. The first one was that Jesus's baptism was kind of like the first step into the rest of his life, right? Um, his purpose was to come down to earth um, and then to die for our sins to save us, right? And his baptism was kind of the first step in towards that goal. Even though Jesus didn't have original sin, so he didn't need to get baptized, he still chose to get baptized because he wants to share that part of his humanity with us, right? And that's um, very important for later. And then the second uh, importance is that Jesus's baptism provided an example to all of us as disciples and followers of Jesus, right? In the book of Matthew, Jesus talks about spreading the word and you know all disciples of all nations being baptized um, in him. And so by him getting baptized, you know, it showed an example of his disciples of what to do if you want to be a follower of Christ. Yeah, what Antonis was saying about Jesus's goal being to die for our sins, he had to, one, get baptized because in order to die for our sins, you have to live first. You can't die without first living. And the first step to living Jesus's purpose was to get baptized. And then once he was baptized and he could further the fulfillment of his life by spreading God's word and talking to his disciples and getting them to spread that word even more. Looking towards the end of Jesus's life is at the Garden of Gethsemane. And this is when, this is, um, I believe it's after the Last Supper. Um, one of you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I remember. And Jesus knows that he's going to be betrayed. He goes up to the garden and he prays to God and he says, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. So Jesus in this story, in my research, apparently he was 
I don't know if he was crying blood or sweating blood, but either way, it's a very, it's not a normal phenomenon. So Jesus too was unsure of God's plan. Maybe he wasn't unsure, but he himself almost didn't want to follow through with it because like us all, Jesus is 100% human and he is 100% God. And in this part, I just feel that Jesus was showing his 100% human side because we all have a little bit of anxiety about dying and Jesus has those doubts and he is scared. He doesn't want to complete the plan, complete the goal that he was put on this earth to do. And that part, yet not as I will, but as you will, Jesus is completely trusting in God's plan. And he knows that God's plan is greater than his own plan and his own wants. And even though Jesus doubted, Jesus was scared, even after this and through this, God continued to say, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. Jesus will always be God's beloved son, and God will always be well pleased with him. So, in the spirit of, you know, Jesus's goals and our own goals, especially with the new year and whatever resolutions you make, and Thomas and I thought it would be a good idea for us to share our own personal or lifelong goals and or because while separate they might also tie together somehow yeah so in terms of personal goals i guess i think my personal goal for this year is trusting more in the process of you know life right um because 2020 was a year full of doubt for me which today's gospel i think is really really fitting because i actually didn't know the story of the Garden of Gethsemane until just like 20 minutes ago. Um, but I like that story, especially connecting it back to like the fact that when Jesus got baptized, it was kind of like a connection of his humanity with ours, right? Because at the end of the day, he was human. And I feel like sometimes we forget about that, is that even Jesus had a hard time believing in God's plan for him, right? Um, and like you said, nobody wants to die because it is, it is a little scary. Um, but at the end of the day, Jesus still put his trust in God and in his plan um, and followed through with it. And so as hard of a time as I have believing in my own goals that I want to do for myself, um, I want to work more on more so, number one, believing myself, yes, but also number two, believing in God more, right? Because at the end of the day, I know that what he has planned for me is good. Um, whether that's this year or next year or even 10 years down the line, it's at the end of the day, good. I just kind of need to understand that and follow through with it. Um, that's personal. In terms of my lifelong goal, um, I want to make sure, I guess my lifelong goal is also the same as my personal goal, where I want to make sure that every single conscious action that I'm doing reflects what I believe in and what I have learned through our faith, right? Because it's very easy to just get lost up in the word and the, I guess, spirituality side of it without ever really showing it through our actions, right? But um, at the end of the day, my lifelong goal is to make sure that every action I do from here on out 
from now to five years in the future to 20 years in the future, I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing reflects what I believe in and what I've been taught through our faith. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess mine will be more concrete. A personal goal of mine more immediately is to become an educator of some sort. A lifelong goal of mine is to be more intentional and more present. Sometimes I get caught in the past or in the future, and I stress about both, mainly the future, uh, because I'm just scared. My lifelong goal of being more present coincides with knowing that every moment God has given me right now is a blessing. Like, you know, those times when you're just driving in the car with your friends with, I don't know, the windows down, listening to music, and you just like know this is something you'll remember, even though it's completely nothing. I think those moments are the moments that you can see God. Like, even though you're just with your friends listening to music, I think God is in each of those moments. Just recognizing that and recognizing that everything is a gift. Um, so backpedaling to what I was talking about for my personal goal, it, it kind of seemed a little disconnected when I was talking about it. But why I feel that sometimes my personal goals are so difficult is because of that fear of failure. And how I think I can help myself is to incorporate my lifelong goal, which is to live in the present and to be more intentional and to just accept everything as a gift and a blessing, even though it might not seem so. And by being more present... And like I said, I kind of stress about the past or the future. By being more present, then I isolate myself in the present. And I know that everything I do right now, if I do everything right at this moment, then I don't need to stress about my future or my past. There's this quote where it says, focus on what you're doing and how you're doing will follow. I guess that's uh, some food for thought. <laughs> so these are our goals. We have um, these two sets of personal and lifelong. Even though we feel that we can't achieve these goals or we somehow fall short every time we try to start a goal, God loves us and supports us whether we succeed at it or we falter and fall short. He does not define us on how well we succeed at our goals. He sees us as ourselves, as children of God, and he calls each one of us beloved. He tells us, you are my beloved son, beloved daughter. With you, I am well pleased. God will always be well pleased with us, and there is nothing that can change that, whether you are doubtful, scared, worried, anxiety-ridden, and you just don't know, having that reassurance and knowing that there's nothing that we can do or not do that will change God's love for us is really, really comforting. And just know that you are not defined by what you achieve or what you feel that you fail at, because God just sees you as his son or daughter, and he loves you as as who you are and not what you do. Do you have any final thoughts on Thomas? 
Um, I was just thinking about what you said earlier. Um, that quote stuck with me too. The one where you said, focus on what you're doing now and how you do will follow. And I just really like that quote because I think earlier in my, in my resolutions, I said that I wanted to focus more on making sure that what every, like every choice that I make reflects what I learn and live in our faith. And I feel like by doing that, then whatever plans that I had doubts for will eventually follow. So I'm just lost in thought, but that's like the only thought I have. Yeah. yeah. Like G. Catherine said, that is good food for thought. It's like a buffet for thought. Yes. So we don't have any like special check-in to see if you listen to this all the way, but try to think about your own goals and this will connect to our lesson. So keep thinking about this and bring it to Saturday. So with that, we'll close out and we'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Goodbye. It's not good news. It's the best news ever.